4 a.m. the podcast. Live, love, laugh on repeat. What's your jam? When life gives you lemons, sell them and buy experiences. This is episode 7 of 4 a.m. the podcast. Four AM is a podcast for all of you beautiful people who go through life alive, who love abundantly and share their joy with the world. I am your host, Andrea, immigrant from over the pond. Let's get to know each other. When you are new to my podcast, Scroll down and start with episode 1. The podcast episodes are short and savory sweet and you will catch up to the hottest episode in no time. My daughter Mia approached me this morning. Mom, do we have to go shopping? I'm not sure. Yeah, when we go, we, we would not need many things. And she really stretched the word things out and made her eyes scary, ginormous big. And then she said, I learned that from your podcast. I have two kids listening to my podcast so far. The others, they show no interest. I remember recording episode one. Would I elaborate on the word thing again? I don't know. I don't spend time pondering. I move forward, like right now. Today, you will hear about our food journeys. All family members are total foodies and seasoned eaters. And I am a food nerd. When I watch a cooking show and a dish or ingredient sparks my interest, I look it up and learn all about it. And sometimes, yes, sometimes, I go hunt it down. Not literally with gun and ammo, but still claim it in my shopping cart. All the kids can cook, have assigned kitchen duty days and learn to stir boiling pots, to manage pressure cookers and to handle the frying pan. So far, we only had minor cuts no lost fingers, teeth, or burned off hair. The only things we lost are replaceable. Glass, ceramics, cups, and spoons, and everything in between. My kids can destroy anything. Sunday and holidays are the busiest days in the kitchen. We cook daily, several times, but there is a special vibe in the air when holidays roll around and cravings for certain dishes roll through our tummies. We arrived in fall in America and so our very first holiday here in the new land was Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And since we had no place to go and 
our family was open for adoption anyway, the kindergarten teacher of Kim invited us to her family's Thanksgiving feast. Yes, we got adopted by the teacher's family. Of course, we had no clue what to expect and I cannot even remember bringing anything. Because, guess what? Everything was already there. After arriving, we got passed around. So many arms around us. There was so much warmth and kindness and sweetness in every embrace. Looking around, the tables were loaded with plates and decorations, chocolates and treats, fall leaves and acorns, and there was so much food in the kitchen that actually you could no longer see the kitchen. A soon-to-become bestie was standing in front of a humongous pot and mashed potatoes, and I just got a glimpse of him putting an ungodly amount of cream cheese in the pot. There were baskets full of rolls, several casseroles, even an orange-looking one with marshmallows on top, pies, jars of jam and dressings. In the sink, dishes were piling, adults were chatting, kids running around. It was electrifying. Within minutes, we were immersed in the most heartwarming holiday of the year. But clearly, this was going to be my very last meal on this planet. How would I be able to eat all of the beautiful foods that got piled on my plate and survive this meal? But see... That is just one part of Thanksgiving, the feasting and visiting. The other part, that every time when Thanksgiving comes around, your heart overflows with gratitude and love. We bow our heads in prayer and can hardly express in words of how we feel. But that first Thanksgiving, that one was special. And I did survive with a food hangover and a cute food baby. And by the way, we celebrated every Thanksgiving with this wonderful family until we left to Texas. Over the years, we learned about the dishes, those must-make dishes, and our Thanksgiving became an all-day baking and cooking marathon. Everyone gets an assignment, and for three years, we are doing it for ourselves and sometimes with friends. We have seven people in the kitchen, looking professional with aprons and sporting rat chopping skills, preparing everything from scratch. Homemade cranberry sauce by Faye Perfected by adding a special ingredient, Psst, frozen cherries. She prides herself of her sauce. And yes, 
Sometimes I make her make it during the year. It's so good. Boys are over the meat. Sometimes a whole bird. Sometimes turkey drumsticks. Yes, they are so big you can hide your face behind them. I am over the desserts with Mia, pies, covered apple pie for sure, treats and of course fresh bread. Homemade vegetables get prepared whoever has a hand free, most of the time me and Amy. Green beans, last year we made tempura green beans. Next level, I tell you. Kim loves preparing salads or decorating the table, arranging and mixing sauces, making sure we have ice cream in the freezer, and she just keeps us organized and motivated. There is always so much to do, dishes to clean and dry, just to get used again. It's so much fun. We get a huge kick out of it. We love food, but more, we love to work in the kitchen together. You might think, how do they motivate those kids? So simple. Let me tell you. Hang a disco ball on the ceiling, including rainbow-colored spotlights, dim the lights, and play 80 songs. Problem solved. Thanksgiving. We love you. Do you have a second for me? Like and share the podcast and write a crispy short review. Mwah! Thank you. And that was it for today. My friends, live, love, and laugh until your tummy hurts. 4 a.m., the best time to chat. Podcast episodes will be released weekly, and sometimes I might upload a bonus one. Subscribe, my friend, and let's keep in touch wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time.